1: Check out monorail.com, America's affordable investment app, made for conservatives who want to keep their hard-earned money with companies that share their values. Download the Monorail app today. Join Monorail. Hello, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Great to be with you. There's a headline in USA Today, which is indistinguishable from all the other left-wing mainstream papers. I will give you a perfect example of why I say left-wing. Because truth is not a value, and they have an agenda. The agenda is more important than truth. So an Asian, I believe, of Vietnamese background, murdered at least 10 Chinese at the Chinese New Year in California in Monterey Park. Everybody knows that, correct? Okay. Listen to the sub-headline front page of USA Today. Hate has long haunted Asian communities. What does that mean? What does that mean? Hate of Asians for Asians? Is that what they're referring to? Of course not. Is there even a hint that the single greatest uh, number of attacks or percentage of attacks per population is from uh, the black community? Is there a hint of that? They lie. They lie. They lie every day. They lie on anything that is important. That is it. If there's an opportunity to attack America or whites in America, then every single left wing newspaper, New York Times, Washington Post, USA Today, and Los Angeles Times, will lie in service of that lie, of that calumny. That's it. <laughs> They, they, they don't even know they're lying in many cases. So who's the author of this piece? Mark Ramirez, Jordan Mendoza, and Orlando Mayorquín. You think they know who are the greatest perpetrators per, per percentage of population of hate crimes against Asians? I don't think they know it. Why not? Because they don't pursue that knowledge. It is of no interest to them. They have an agenda to blame white America for everything possible. There's another headline in the rag sheet called the USA Today, which we subscribe to, by the way, just for the record. Because I have been reading rag sheets all of my life. That's why I studied Russian to read Pravda. Schools urged to rethink uniforms. Some call dress codes sexist, racist, and classist. That's right. Well, they're certainly sexist. Dress codes have had different uniforms for boys and girls. How awful is that? What is it? Sexist? Racist? How is it racist? I'll tell you what uh, dress codes do, in fact, accomplish. Less violence, more respect for teachers, more decorum, and better grades. But the left has no interest in that. They wish to shatter every standard of middle-class America. School uniforms are one of the most wonderful things you can have in a school. When my younger son was in third grade, he was at a Jewish school in Los Angeles, which was a a pretty good school at the time. And the principal and I had an amiable discussion and she just said, I I am completely opposed to dress codes. That's all. There's, they don't, they're not good for anything. Let kids express their individuality in their clothing. So I went to a school in high school with a dress code, did you? No. No. What did you wear? Do you wear jeans every day?
0: I, I, guess I something
1: yeah. like. So I I had a dress code in my high school. The boys had to wear slacks, white shirt, and a tie. And the girls had to wear a dress or skirt, blouse, sweater, whatever the top would be. And no one thought ill of it. It was actually a wonderful thing for all of us. As for this notion of classist, what is the, what is the argument? Students, advocates, researchers, and now a congressional watchdog agency are urging public schools to rethink their dress codes. What? A congressional watchdog agency? What does that mean? Which some argue are sexist, racist, and classist foster a culture of inequity, woof, and can interfere with some kids' access to an education. But every study I've seen, and studies, are useless because they either confirm what common sense suggests uh, or are wrong. But nevertheless, every study I have seen has in fact said kids' grades are better, discipline is better, violence is down. Hmm. These issues were at the center of protests against local dress codes nationwide, wow. including in Cobb County, Georgia, Longview, Washington, and, uh, let's see, Sharon Hill, Pennsylvania, when schools returned to in-person learning following pandemic-related closures. One high-profile case at a North Carolina charter school where girls were once required to wear skirts, skorts, or dresses until a federal court—what what does that even mean? What does the federal court have to do with such a thing? What, 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 it's, it, this is really sickening. Intervened could be heard by the U.S. Supreme Court, nearly all, about 93% of the nation's schools have some kind of dress code policy, with about half of all schools enforcing a strict dress code, dress code. Really? Good. About one in five schools. Who are the people opposing this? They're just leftists who are have empty lives. Where was the article you sent it to me, and I'm going to be reading from it? Oh, uh, Daily Mail, about how these Antifa kids are from rich families. They're bored, sec- I told you folks, remember Prager's e- Theorem, secularism plus affluence equals boredom equals leftism, or leads to, you have a right arrow, uh, what is it, the- yields, that's right, as in chemistry, yields leftism. They have to fill their emptiness. The poor do not have emptiness because they have to find money for lunch. The rich, who are religious, Don't have emptiness. They have religion. But if you don't have to worry about lunch, if your parents own a yacht, and you're secular, and you're male in particular, well, female, it doesn't matter. Female or male, they will fill it with leftism. Males will also gravitate toward violence. That's Antifa in a nutshell. All these, uh, these, uh, the violence in Atlanta... Every single one who was arrested, except one, was from outside Georgia. Yeah, they they flew in to uh, have mayhem. It gives their empty lives some meaning. Ah, uh, I can torch a police car, ergo, I live. I need Latin. Look it up. You could do. Uh, you could do this. It's uh, you know the Google Translate. Put in. I torch police cars, therefore I am. <laughs> that's that's going to be our Latin phrase of the day, because it's nice. You should learn some of the classic languages.
0: I'm not sure police is a... I'm sorry? The uh...
1: you, you, Send it to me. You send, I'll, I'll pronounce it. <laughs> that, that's... That's going to be up there with, what is it, cogito, cogito, or cogito, ergo sum, I think, therefore I am. I torch, that's it, that's what it should be. I torch police cars, therefore I am. Yeah, that's what I have. You, that's what you have? Yeah. So, er, ergo sum, does it end with ergo sum? Yeah. Oh, good. Eh, my Latin, I'm, I'm telling you. you You're sending it, that's on I am? All right, beautiful. Here it is. Ego fax vigilum cars. Cars? No, there's, no <laughs>
0: car. cars <laughs> there's no
1: Latin for cars. They not have cars There's no Latin for cars. <laughs> I love that. That's even better. Ego fax vigilum cars. Ergo sum. That is the motto of Antifa. The empty... Souls bored out of their lives, yeah, secularism plus affluence is extremely dangerous. It produces environmentalists. John Kerry is a great example of a truly empty soul and an empty conscience, a malfunctioning conscience but uh, but the, it, the changing the world getting you to eat less meat getting you to give up your beloved gas-powered car, getting you to heat your homes less in winter and air-condition it less in summer. This brings these people profound meaning. The board apparently like to control others' lives. Ah, uh, It's a problem. Empathy is a problem when you have zero experience in it. I can't imagine childbirth. I can't empathize. I can sympathize. I, I, can't, I can't empathize with wanting to control other people's lives. That's why I am not a leftist. I'd like to introduce you to Monorail, America's investment app that takes you from where you are to where you want to be. Monorail is an investment and savings app that is made for patriots by patriots. Doesn't matter whether you're an Apple fan or if you prefer Android, Monorail is available in both environments and online at monorail.com. Monorail is safer for users with bank-level encryption and biometrics. Your money is protected with Monorail through Securities Investor Protection Corporation and the FDIC. No matter how you engage with Monorail, you're getting the security and safety that you need. Whether you're adding funds to your investment account, looking to buy a stock, or putting money aside for future purchases. With Monorail, you can put your money where it matters and utilize the economic power that built this country. Don't go somewhere else to trade stocks. Monorail gives you the freedom to purchase whole or fractional shares in companies you believe in. It only takes five minutes to download the app and set up. Join the pro-America money movement. Join Monorail. Do you know that in this entire article, in this... What adjective can I use for USA Today? Left-wing propaganda paper the uh the there is not a single argument i read the whole article because it just came out i read it now it hurts education it hurts safety it's it's biased they didn't give an example of how why don't they just tell me one thing do schools with dress codes have higher grades or lower grades than schools without dress codes You think a boy wearing a white shirt and a tie is as likely uh, to uh, bully other kids? I'm just curious. What do you think? Do you understand that if someone is called an educator, the odds are the person is a fool? Educator and fool are almost synonymous in the United States of America. Schools of education make you foolish. Foolish. Foolish means your grasp of reality is perverse. You know how to destroy, but not how to build. You know how to miseducate, not how to educate. That's what happens at a school of education led by Columbia University, the least free uh, institution of learning in the country, according to those who who measure free speech at, at colleges. I went there. It's a sad fact but sad facts it must be acknowledged how does it hurt kids to have a dress code god forbid girls should actually wear girls clothing and boys boys clothing that's a big factor here that's why it's called sexist and so in some cases they measure the length of a girl's skirt whoa is that evil or what the same people who got rid of the swimsuit competition in the Miss America contest are okay with mini skirts on high school girls. They're okay with drag queen with drag queen story hours, as I've said very often, they protect adults' innocence and they destroy children's innocence because everything is backwards on the left. everything is upside down the entire moral compass points to north when it's south and south when it's north in every single instance. If it hurts children, the left is its advocate. Should read my column today, by the way. Maybe I'll do that as my ultimate issues hour. Sure. Who's more rational or who's more irrational? The secular or the religious? It's a subject I have covered on occasion. Now it's all in print for you. I have a thousand columns up on the internet. They're all free, so my recommendation has nothing to do with income. I hope you read every one of them. They're sort of a course in life. Yeah, but more religious people believe in dress codes than non religious people. Another example of no wisdom in the secular world. There are secular individuals with wisdom, but there's no secular institution with it. And how's this other great article? Time of joy, celebration turns into sad reminder. Hate has long haunted Asian community. What did I read yesterday on the data? On uh, where, where, did you send? Is that on an IM? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. I'm going to read it again, my dear friends, because uh, they, they lie about the anti-Asian hate thing. City Journal, October 6, 2022, so just a few months ago, three months ago. The data indicate just how misleading the narrative of white on Asian violence really is. While black perpetrators account for 27.5% of violent attacks against Asians, Asians commit less than 0.1% of violent attacks against blacks, indicating little role for proximity. In other words, they don't live near each other. Most violent attacks against individuals of a particular racial group are committed by other members of that group, except for Asians, although the last two examples don't fit that rule where a plurality is committed by blacks. Think the USA Today article has it in it? I didn't finish the article yet. I was reading the school, code, school dress codes one. Is there a single person listening to this who believes that the USA Today article tells the truth about the plurality of attacks coming from blacks? Of course not. Because truth is not a left-wing value. That's it. It, uh, That's literally true. By the way, the more you're committed to the truth, the less likely you are to be a leftist. The truth is to the left what the cross is to Dracula. Blacks are responsible for 305% more violent crime against Asians than neighborhood demographics would predict while whites and Hispanics commit significantly fewer attacks against Asians than would be expected. What does the article say? Let's see here. Yes. As authorities began investigating the killing of 11 people, it's up to 11 now? How tragic. At a dance studio in this predominantly Asian-American community, Asian-Americans across the U.S. say the shooting has revived the fears and trauma brought on by a wave of hate incidents and tragedies that have struck the community over the past few years. Hmm. And wasn't there another one now by another Asian? Yeah. Where was this one? In... Half Moon Bay? Yeah, Northern California. Also in Northern California.
0: Yeah, this is in Southern
1: California. Oh, Monterey Park, yeah, that's right, that's in Southern California. Right. Wow. Yep. 1-8-Prager-776, we return momentarily. My friends, a food shortage could be coming. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's true. So survival food is important. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling For Patriots Survival Food Kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking good-for-25-years super survival food. Hand-packed right in a family-owned facility in the USA. Giving jobs to over 200 Americans, the kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant, and stack easily. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners. You can make these meals in less than 20 minutes. Just add boiling water, simmer, and serve. Right now, you can go to 4Patriots. That's the number 4. 4Patriots.com. Use the code Prager to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store. You get their famous year-long guarantee after your order and free shipping on orders over $97. Just go to 4Patriots.com to get 10% off with the code PRAGER for the number 4Patriots.com, code PRAGER. Hello there all, Dennis Prager with you. So I virtually completed the article front page. No, well, I did complete it, actually. Read the, not, not, a, not a word about who actually do, does most of the attacking of Asian Americans, so an Asian slaughtered eleven Asians, Chinese I believe Lunar New Year celebration, and it's the whole article is about hate in against Asians in America. The whole implication is it's uh, it's white hatred the word white doesn't appear. they don't tell you who actually commits the disproportionate number of the crimes, which is blacks. Same with the attacks on Jews, it's disproportionately done by blacks. If you uh, see the videos in Brooklyn, New York, where many Hasidic Jews live, you will see it's a, uh, every video I have seen of a Hasid, it's an ultra-Orthodox Jew, often with a black hat sometimes with, what is it called, earlocks in English, or is that is that side locks? No, no, side locks, the side locks or pe- peyot in Hebrew. Uh, anyway, it's every video I've seen, it, it is a, a black attacking of the Jew, but uh, that's not discussed either, because they lie. They have an agenda, and they lie on its behalf. So listen to these quotes. So anyway, the article lies by omission. Even if we cannot be sure an attack was racial in, in intent, th- this is from... Uh, the president of Queens College City University of New York, naturally, the, the, the single most important qualification to be a president of an American university is cowardice. Even if we cannot be sure an attack was racial in intent, it nonetheless can be racial in effect. Do you understand that? Wait, so even, wait, first of all, if we cannot be sure an attack was racial in intent, so there's an implied lie in him, he's lying by implication, we are sure that it was not racial in intent. An Asian, unless, well, I mean, it would be, I guess, theoretically, I mentioned this yesterday, could be that a Vietnamese hates Chinese. His name is not uh, Chinese, The, the Tran, I I believe is a Vietnamese name. They keep calling him Asian for whatever reason. It nonetheless can be racial in effect. Huh. Do you understand that? But That's the president of Queens College, City University of New York. He said before the attacker was identified... Okay, so what does he say now? For a community already traumatized, this is just another terrible moment. It is easy to understand why Asian Americans are anxious. Why are Asian Americans anxious, President Wu? I don't, We'd like to hear. If they walk uh, through a suburban white neighborhood, are they anxious? I'm curious. Uh, it's not, not an attack, it's a question. Where are they nervous? But I told you, cowardice is a characteristic of college presidents. Chang of the Asian American Christian Collaborative. How many organizations are there in the United States on the left? 50,000, you think? The Asian American Christian Collaborative said the violence Asian Americans have faced not only in recent years but historically will lead many to question whether they can safely live normal lives. Huh. The fact that we can't tell if we will be attacked for simply being Asian, or that we might be on the receiving end of a bullet that a shooter should never have gotten their hands on, creates all forms of stress and adds to a culture of feeling unsafe. You know the Jews are the most attacked group in the United States, proportionally. You know that. Th- they ever report that, or, or is there a uh, is there s- s- left wing groups protecting Jews? Uh, maybe maybe the um, Anti Defamation League is a left wing group that protects Jews, allegedly protects. A lot of bad stuff happening.
2: Another lying organization, which was
1: once decent, is the Brookings Institution. So I look—I'm looking up how the left covers up uh, truth, and uh, here's one from what's the date? March 2021. Why the trope? of black asian conflict in the face of anti-asian violence dismisses solidarity. What does that even mean? So of course they don't cover the issue who is the, is doing the most violent attacks against Asians. What group? So listen to how they cover it, the liars at the Brookings Institution. I should call people out. Jennifer Lee and Tiffany Huang wrote this truly phony piece for the Brookings Institution, it's called, under the title here, The Trope of Black-Asian Conflict. No, it's Black-on-Asian Conflict. That, 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 that's the issue. It's not Black-Asian Conflict. It's Black-on-Asian Conflict. These senseless acts of anti-Asian violence have finally garnered national attention they deserve. But they have also invoked anti-black sentiment. This is not anti-black sentiment for the record. This is anti-left-wing lies sentiment. Everything I am saying is about left-wing think tanks, lying tanks, and media. That is all it's about, just to make it clear. But they have also invoked anti-black sentiment and reignited the trope of black-Asian conflict. What trope of black-Asian conflict exists? Because some of the videotape perpetrators appear to have been black. Some? Not most? Just curious. Some observers immediately reduced anti-Asian violence to black-Asian conflict. No, it's just primarily black-on-Asian. The whole thing is demagogic. This is not the first time the trope has been weaponized. Black-Asian conflict and black-Korean conflict more specifically became the popular frame of the L.A. riots in 1992. The trope failed to capture the reality of black-Korean relations three decades ago, and it fails to capture the reality of anti-Asian bias today. So they've switched now from violence to bias. Get what they've done? Is that clear? Am I, I, I think I'm 100% clear. They've, they've now left the issue of who is violently attacking Asians. This is the Brookings Institution, another organization ruined by the left. useless, worthless. They should fire the writers of this article if they have any honor at Brookings. But hey, who fires anybody unless the person comes out with a conservative sentiment? Anybody at Southwest Airlines fired? I heard i't heard I haven't heard about it how so what now we've moved to bias they didn't cover any data on violence against Asians no data a recent study finds that in fact Christian nationalism is the strongest predictor of xenophobic views of COVID-19 what does that have to do with anything do you understand the the disregard for honesty in this article Christian nationalism is the greatest predictor of xenophobic views of COVID-19. First of all, they made up Christian nationalism. This is invented at the New York Times. Okay, I, I, I know more Christians than almost any Christian does. I'm a Jew, and I, I am deeply involved in Christian life, as I am in Jewish life. I never heard of Christian nationalism until the New York Times wrote about it. What does it even mean? Somebody who says this is a Christian nation is a Christian nationalist. You may agree or disagree, but I don't even know what that means. Does it mean they want to throw non-Christians out of the country? Does it mean that they want to impose Protestant theology on people? If you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you can't have a job in the government. What does it mean? The greatest advocates of separation of church and state have been Protestants, just for the record. Anyway, back to this. The strongest predictor of xenophobic views of COVID-19. What is a a xenophobic view? I know what they mean. Those who say it originated in China. That is now anti-China xenophobia at the Brookings Institution. Ah, isn't that something? In the very beginning, it was called the Wuhan virus, remember that? Just like the Spanish flu and other, uh, what what is it, Uh, the one from Africa? Uh, The the virus that came from Africa? Ebola, that was also, that's named after, isn't it named after some place in Uganda or something? Where where it originates. Believe me, had it originated in Connecticut, they would have called it the Connecticut virus. Uh, Believe me. Anyway, that doesn't make you a xenophobe makes you a truth-teller. And the effect of Christian nationalism is greater among white respondents compared to black respondents. So more Christians believe that the virus began in China than blacks do. That's, what does that have to do with anti-Asian violence? If you believe COVID came from China and call it the Wuhan virus or what, Wuhan flu or whatever you want to call it, that means that you want to beat up an Asian God, is the Brookings Institute a sham? (laughs) What a farce. Moreover, black Americans have also experienced high levels of racial discrimination since the pandemic began. Really? How so? That's, That's the way they cover this. This is what your kids learn in college. This is what they will learn. Not truth. Newsweek. Stop blaming black people for anti-Asian hate. Interesting. When when is this from? Last, uh, two two years ago, March. Truth is not a left-wing value. That's it. Lies are the mother of evil more than any other single thing in life. Back in a moment.
0: The Dennis Prager Show.
1: MyPillow is excited to bring you their biggest bedding sale ever and just in time for Christmas. For a limited time, get the Giza Dream Bed Sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98, and rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow Mattress Topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts of the year happening now. They're also extending their money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code Prager or call 800-761-6302. You'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products including the Giza dream bed sheets for as low as 29.98 and get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Well, hello everybody. Dennis Prager here. If you're just tuning in, I've been reading from USA today a left-wing uh, source of views rather than news and uh, I gave two examples article on school uniforms and I won't repeat that and I won't repeat the the article about hate against Asians hate has long haunted Asian community of course it's an Asian who uh, murdered 11 Chinese I believe at the at the Lunar New Year celebration just this past weekend and another Asian again was it today or Was is it yesterday yes Yesterday, also in California? Yeah. But uh, hate has long haunted Asian community. So I read the article. I just want to note to you the dishonesty of all of this. So here, this is from Newsweek, July 28th, 2021. Hate crimes documented by police disproportionately list black people as attackers. Report. Hate crimes by, hate crimes documented by police disproportionately list black people as attackers, according to a new report by several civil rights groups, for better protections under hate crime laws. Released Wednesday, whatever that, that Wednesday's date was, in July 2021, the report is a comprehensive national review of hate crime laws. That shows where laws varied. it also cited widespread flaws in data collection and reporting. Though the majority of hate crimes in the U.S. are committed by white people, motivated by racial or ethnic bias, the crimes disproportionately reported black Americans as the attackers. In at least 13 states, black Americans were listed by law enforcement as the perpetrators in hate crimes at a rate roughly 1.6 to 3.6 times greater than the size of the state's black populace, the report said. The report, quote, These repeated disparities show that despite the fact that people of color are far more likely to be the victims of hate violence, the instances of hate violence that are actually documented by police are disproportionately those alleged to have been committed by black people. I only report this to you so that you will know how much the mainstream media lie about the anti-Asian hate, quote-unquote. That's all. What, else, what other agenda do I have that should be annoyed at blacks? I mean, the, the percentage of blacks who commit these crimes is, is still r- ridiculously small, obviously. I want you to have contempt for the mainstream media, not for blacks. That should be clear to everybody except the left-wing media, who might even report on this in their lying ways. But my favorite article, in in a dark sense, comes from College Fix, which is reports on what happens in the intellectual arena. So I reported to you at the very end of the last segment, and I need to, to restate it. An education professor delivered a lecture this month at a major mathematician meeting And the name of the lecture was, here's the title. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 20. It's a 22-word title, and some of the words have a lot of syllables. Undergraduate Mathematics Education as a White Cis-Heteropatriarchal Space and Opportunities for Structural Disruption to Advance Queer of Color Justice. That was given at... You have to understand, the Joint Mathematics Meeting 2023, it is the largest mathematics gathering in the world, according to its website. Everything the left touches, it destroys. If you don't know that, it's because you lie to yourself. There is no other reason you don't know that. Even math. The lecture was given, needless to say, by an education professor. He's an associate professor of mathematics education, Luis Leyva, L-E-Y-V-A, from Vanderbilt University. He delivered it January 4th, 4th in Boston. Leyva's, quote, findings depicted how black, Latin, and Asian QT, queer and transgender students' narratives of experience reflect forms of intersectionality or instances of oppression and resistance. Did you get that? Math. This is meaningless anywhere, but in math? Levis quote, findings. This is from his own lecture's abstract. Leva's findings depicted how Black Latin... I want to see how fast I could read it. Are we ready? Here we go. Depicted how Black Latin and Asian, QT, queer, and gendered, uh, transgender students' narratives of experience reflect forms of intersectionality or instances of oppression and resistance. <laughs> that, not, that is not easy. What does it mean? Nothing. I conclude. Ah, uh, you ready? Here's another leftist term. It's a it's a giveaway. Ready? Reimagine. Ah, uh, they're always reimagining on the left because the world as it is 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 so awful. Because as we know, getting paid to be a mathematics education professor at Vanderbilt. You are really, really oppressed. I conclude by reimagining undergraduate mathematics education with structural disruptions. What does that mean? That advanced justice for learners marginalized across intersections of race, gender, and sexuality. Oh, what a beautiful man. What a beautiful man. The moment you say two plus two equals what, you are clearly a white supremacist. I can't believe I'm sitting at the same table as you. I, I am that reimagining. I that
2: was mad. How, how do you reimagine that?
1: I'm reimagining it. Leva is also an affiliate in Vanderbilt's Department of Gender and Sexuality Studies. Ah, uh, exactly. Vanderbilt. Uh, that is a credit to you, that you have such a department, Gender and Sexuality Studies. According to his faculty bio, his work, quote, draws on critical race theory. Oh, shocker. What is he speaking at a mathematics conference for? The biggest mathematics conference in the world, according to the website. Women of color feminisms, Mm, plural of feminism, and queer of color critique, to conceptually and methodologically ground his scholarship, which centers historically marginalized voices in STEM, science, technology, ed- engineering and math, higher education across intersections of race, gender, and sexuality. Oh now I know what he does for a living. I wonder if he's married. I wonder if he has kids. Leva was named the 2022 LGBTQ Educator of the Year by Out to Innovate, a professional organization for LBG, LB, LGBTQ people in STEM, Vanderbilt stated in a news release. Leva's abstract leads like an over the top caricature, a hoax. Aryeh Kontorovich, a professor of computer science at Ben-Gurion University in Israel, told The Fix via email. This one is all too real, I know. It is my opinion as a computer scientist slash mathematician and instructor with over 14 years of experience that politics and social justice have no place in math pedagogy, Kontorovich said. We can never all agree on what is just, while we can hopefully agree on what is mathematically correct. So, math education should focus exclusively on the latter. So, this guy is a, an Israeli professor. You have to understand the contempt with which America is held now, in almost every Western country, because of the uh, because of what the left has done in this country. My column a few weeks ago was on this very subject, America is the leading exporter of bad ideas, of toxic ideas, I I could have said. You know how painful that is for a guy who spent his life loving America? However, I love truth more than I love America. The truth is that the United States is a net exporter of sick ideas, whether it's transgender or that math should be woke. I'm glad they quoted this professor at Ben-Gurion University. I thought math should be about mathematical questions only. What a strange notion, isn't it? If you don't let the left infect you, infect your discipline, then you're not with it. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a small retail business, almost $80,000. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a manufacturing business, nearly $250,000. And COVIDTaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay-up-front companies that make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low, reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. Refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. I love fighters. You live once, folks. You don't want on your tombstone. He didn't fight. She didn't fight. Those of you who love God must hate evil. My favorite line in the Bible. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. That was that was a great article about the math. I got a big deal for you now. Yeah. So they uh, arrested a bunch of Antifa thugs, truly bad human beings. Really bad. I mean, if there's such a thing as bad, they're bad. Oh, tangential thought on Antifa. So it was very interesting. Tucker Carlson played a leftist, I don't know who it was, on some network on TV who said that it is wrong to characterize uh, torching police cars and breaking into office buildings and the like or as violence. Violence is only against people. Isn't that interesting? The, re, uh, the redefining of terms that takes place on the left. So if they come into your home, people come into your home and ransack it, in fact, if they blow up your home, but there's no person or pet in the house, it's not a violent crime. Hmm. Basically, the left protects Antifa, just like Antifa fights for the left. They don't want them arrested. They want January 6th people arrested. This is this is becoming a police state. I can't believe these words are coming out of Dennis Prager's mouth. I feel like I'm listening to a, a, another person. It is very hard for the United States now, given Merrick Garland and his despicable police state Department of Justice, it is very hard to condemn other states for arresting political foes. The horrible treatment... Well, it was the guy who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. What, what, what is he getting? How many years in prison? We don't know yet. We don't know yet, but he's liable for like 20 years? 20 years. What he did was idiotic, okay? I condemned it the moment I heard it. It was at the very end of my show that day. I thought it was ri- ridiculous and wrong, just wrong, to enter the Capitol, just for the record. Insurrection? Guy poses on, on Nancy Pelosi's desk with his feet up. Given what, what uh, leftists have done, remember in, was it Lansing or Madison, where they took over the state capitol for weeks? Remember that? Wisconsin. It was Wisconsin, so it was Madison. <laughs> uh, and, and, and how many kids have taken over... Presidents' offices in and uh, universities, and they they brought in ref- they bring in refreshments for them. Anyway, this is a, a report on Antifa. Who are they? From Daily Mail today, the son of a millionaire surgeon has been charged with domestic terrorism for the second time in a month over his role in violent Antifa protests in Atlanta on Saturday. Francis Frankie Carroll, 22, from Kennebunkport, Maine, is one of six people charged after riots over the death of a protester who allegedly shot a police officer. Details also emerged on Monday about the privileged backgrounds of several other rioters. Remember what I told you years ago? Secularism plus affluence equals boredom, and then yields leftism. Most of whom traveled from their peaceful hometowns outside of Georgia to wreak havoc in the state. A police car was torched and buildings were vandalized on Saturday during clashes which followed the death of Antifa activist Manuel Esteban Páez Terán. 26, who was killed on Wednesday, January 19th. Carroll, who grew up in a mansion in a luxurious beach town, was previously charged with domestic terrorism in December for his role in violent protests at the site of the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center. The $90 million center, dubbed Cop City by protesters, has been the target of protests since June 2021. Fresh details also emerged about the privileged lives of some of the other protesters who are accused of bringing destruction to the streets of Atlanta. Fayola, from the wealthy suburb of Happy Valley in Portland, Oregon, is a trans-non-binary activist who uses the name Henri. The New York Post reported, A trans-non-binary activist. So, whatever this individual is, male or female, claims to be neither male nor female. That's what non-binary means. So, sure enough, Daily Mail refers to the individual as they. They studied archaeology at Oberlin. Oh, Oberlin, does it not figure Oberlin is an ode to the destruction of education at our universities with a focus on decolonization and once wrote a blog post for the American scientists about gatekeeping medical transition. Hmm. So let's see. Where is Fayola listed here? Nadia Geyer, 24, from Nashville, Madeline Fayola. that's it, Madeline. So wait, why do they have a female name? She's non-binary. So it's probably a male biologically. Back in a moment. Many investment advisors have been recommending cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin. They claim it's the new gold. This is Dennis Prager for AmFed, Coin, and Bullion. Why would you buy the new gold when you can buy real gold and silver, which have maintained value for thousands of years versus the highly volatile crypto market? When I purchase gold and silver, I do so from my friend, and I don't often say my friend in these ad copies, Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed, Coin, and Bullion. I like the fact that it's tangible, I can hold it and control how it's stored, unlike digital currency that's held in a digital wallet. I want to preserve my wealth, which is far from the case with Bitcoin spiraling drop in price. Nick's been in the precious metals industry for over 41 years, and he has established a reputation built on trust, transparency, and fair pricing. Call Nick and his team at AmFedCoin and Bullion to take advantage of his honest advice and extensive expertise. 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com. AmericanFederal.com. I'll be back in a moment with the uh, nature of the Antifa activists, how they come from wealthy homes. Bored secular people are a very big danger to society. I have, I have hope for you, legitimate hope. I never patronize you. Right now, with my guest, Kendall Qualls L S Gives the latest PragerU video. What America could be, five basic suggestions. If taken seriously. We would turn the country around and make America great, whether you have again or just great. What matters is making it great. Not perfect. It's composed of people. He is the president of Take Charge, which can be summarized as anti-victimhood. So let me ask you, Kendall Qualls, is that a fair summation in, in, a, in, let's see, a few words of what you're doing?
2: That's absolutely it, Dennison. thank you so much for having me on board. Um, you know, the subtitle for our, our organization is take charge of your life, take charge of your family, take charge of your community. You don't need any permission from anyone. You don't need a, a government grant. We, we used to do these things in our country, and um, it was the norm. So we're just really all about restoration. And um, one of the things that we're doing to, to have it coincide with that is launching a project called the Prodigal Project. Go ahead. What is that? Basically, we're the ones that deviated from the past, and it's all about returning back to those things that were, you know, cultural roots, if you will, especially in the black community. You know, faith family, and education, getting a better education for our kids. So
1: I I have dealt with the issue of Jews on the left all of my life as a Jew, and so you're black and you deal with the issue of blacks on the left. Can you explain them?
2: Yeah, I can, and so and, and 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 why I think I come from this and from a very, very different perspective is I lived through this. So, my parents divorced uh, when my dad came back from Vietnam in the late '60s, and we moved from Fort Campbell, Kentucky, to Harlem, New York. And my my mother and my four siblings moved from you know basically the the, the one of the you know idyllic places you can live in the military to what was going on at the worst chaotic time, I would think, in the history of Harlem and New York other than where it is today. And I lived through that. We got held up on day one. I, I, w- I went to elementary school, first through fifth grade at TS-148, harriet at Tubman Elementary. My mom couldn't handle all five of us. So my father came and got me and my younger brother to live with him. Now, he was still a, a drill sergeant in the Army, and all he could afford was a trailer. And that was my start in life. where wait, where was the trailer?
1: Kid? In Kentucky
2: or, or where else? In, in, in Oklahoma. We, we moved to Oklahoma uh-huh. where he was stationed. Okay. And, uh, you know, I've been called trailer trash, dead old kid, and a lot worse in this country. But what I did learn, more than anything else, is that where you start in life is not where you have to stay in life in this country. There's a pathway out. Now, what I've learned over the course of that time, visiting my mother over the summers... And from 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 Oklahoma to New York over, over the summers as I got older, one of the things I saw, nothing changed. There was no exit ramp for those kids. Basically, the girls that I knew got pregnant and got on welfare. The guys, the boys that I, I grew up with, that I saw, they got into trouble. There was no there was no pathway. There was no teaching of that. And what I've come to learn, being involved in the short sentence politics, is that we have leaders in the black community that have led the black community astray. They pointed all of the problems at suburban white American, rich white Republicans. And basically what what was introduced in my lifetime, Dennis, we've gone from 80% two parent families to 80% fatherless homes without one national initiative to reverse that trend. And so what I saw over time, and I, and I saw this, was Charlie Rangel was the congressional representative in Harlem when I was in middle school and high school. He was there for 47 years. He got wealthy. His family got wealthy. His cronies got wealthy. And the black leaders of the community got wealthy. While the while the masses stayed poor, all right, hold it there, hold it there. I want to continue with you in a yep. moment.
1: This is a very important man doing great work. Kendall calls President of Take charge. His video is up at Prager U this week. <laughs> Da-dum, wow, not often I do that. I'm in a jolly mood today. Most days I'm in a jolly mood. Is that accurate, gentlemen? I work with you, too. Is that correct? Yeah, yep, yep. Dennis Prager here, Ultimate Issues Hour, third hour every Tuesday. Turns out it's a pretty important hour, doesn't it? Because people have such non-clarity on Ultimate Issues. That's the reason for the moral and intellectual confusion of our day. My subject today is the subject of my weekly column which is out as it happens on tuesdays uh dennis prager.com and town hall and then it migrates to the daily wire american greatness and many other wonderful media you can see it again at my website or town hall right now who's more irrational the religious or the irreligious Themes I have touched on, but never systematically, like in this column and this hour. So you're brainwashed, and it what's what it is, into believing that the secular, the non religious are the keepers of reason and the religious are the irrational. It's a brainwash. It is it's a pure lie. Pure. When it comes to real life, at in our time, there is no comparison how much more rational religious people are in our society. There are places in Iran the religious are not rational, okay? Just for the record, I'm not talking about Iran, I'm talking about America. In America, the religious, which means rooted in some form of Judeo-Christian religion, Judaism, Protestantism, Catholicism, LDS, Mormon, you name it, any of the Protestant denominations, in other words, rooted in the Bible, they are far more likely to be rational on the issues of our society than the non-religious. There are many non-religious rational people, I didn't say that you can't be rational if you're if you're not religious, and I don't say that if you're religious, it guarantees you'll be rational. however, the non-religious own the mass the the mass majority if there's such a term of the irrational things in our society, so you get brainwashed. Oh, religion, it's irrational. Stay secular and you'll be rational. But the truth today is that the secular have a virtual monopoly on irrational beliefs. Here's one proof. What is the most irrational institution in our society? Tick, tuck, tick, tuck. It's an easy one. All right, buzzer time.
0: Thank you.
1: My producer says it's an easy one. It is an easy one, isn't it?
0: Once you mention it, everybody.
1: Once you mention it, it's an easy one. It's the college, the university. It is the seat of the irrational. Reason has no place. The moronic ideas of our time from men give birth to America was founded in 1619, to safe spaces for kids frightened by conservative speakers who come to the campus. This is the university, yep. So it's also the most secular institution. Even if you're an atheist, but if you're an honest atheist, and honest atheists exist, you must acknowledge what I said is true. The least rational institution in society is the most secular one, the university. So, let's give some examples of the irrationality owned by the non-religious. Owned. Only secular people believe men give birth. Only secular secular people believe that males should be allowed to compete in women's sports. Only secular people believe that a young girl who says she is a boy, or a young boy who says he is a girl, should be given puberty-blocking hormones. Only secular people believe that girls who say they are boys should have their healthy breasts surgically cut off. Only secular people believe it is good to have men in drag dance, often provocatively, in front of five-year-olds. Only secular people agree with Disney dropping use of the words boys and girls at Disneyland and Disney World. Only secular people believe that, quote, to be colorblind is to be racist, unquote. That is what is taught at nearly all secular and religious in name only colleges in America today. Only secular people believe that fewer police, fewer prosecutions, and lower prison sentences lead to less crime. Far more secular Americans than religious Americans believe That the Cleveland Indians and Washington Redskins needed to change their names because Indians and Redskins were racist, despite the fact that most Native Americans didn't even think so. Who was more likely to support keeping children out of schools for two years, forcibly making two year olds on airplanes? Masking, sorry, masking two-year-olds on airplanes and firing unvaccinated police officers, airplane pilots, and members of the military. Secular or religious Americans? How many Western supporters of Joseph Stalin, the tyrant who murdered about 30 million people, were irreligious and how many were religious? Stanford University, a thoroughly secular institution, just released and, quote, elimination of harmful language initiative. It informs all Stanford faculty and students of, quote, harmful, unquote, words they should avoid and the words that should replace them. Some examples. Stanford asks his students and faculty not to call themselves American. Rather, they should call themselves a U.S. citizen. Why? Because citizens of other countries in North America and South America might be offended. Because as we know, everybody in Argentina says, I'm an American. Everybody in Mexico says, I'm American. Everybody in the Dominican Republic says, they are American. Is that rational? Stanford asks his faculty and students not to use the term blind study. Why? Because it quote unintentionally perpetuates that disability is someti- somehow abnormal or negative, furthering an ableist culture. Instead, Stanford faculty and students should say, Masked study. Two questions Is Stanford's claim that being blind is not a disability rational? or irrational, and what percentage of those who make this claim are secular. The list of irrational and immoral things secular people believe, and religious people do not believe, is very long. As a quote attributed to G.K. Chesterton puts it, when people stop believing in God, they don't believe in nothing, they believe in anything. Yet many people believe that the religious, not the secular, are the irrational people in our time. That, ironically, is just another irrational belief held by the secular. And, of course, it is self-serving, just as is the belief that more people have been killed by religious people, meaning essentially Christians, than by secular people. Yet that, too, is irrational and false. In the last century alone, a 100 million people were murdered by secular And anti religious regimes. 1 8 Prager 776. I'm not done, but I'd like to take your calls. Who are more rational in America, the religious or the irreligious? Tell me, would you please? How could I possibly have needed so much more? All right, everybody. 1-8-Prager-776. In America today, who's more rational, the religious or the ir- or the irreligious? My column today, it's Tuesday, you should read my column every week. It's free. And it's an ultimate issue. Who's more religious, excuse me, who's more rational, the religious or the irreligious? I went through a list of all the, not all, of many of the spectacularly irrational, anti-rational beliefs, and it's only held by secular people, obviously a handful of left-wing religious people, whose religion is leftism with a cross or leftism with a Torah. But their religion is leftism, not Christianity or Judaism. So you should uh, read the column and answer the question, By the way, I wrote in the column, you should send the column to your college-age son or daughter, or grandson or granddaughter, because they're being brainwashed into believing that religion is irrational, secularism is rational. But who holds all these irrational beliefs? Yep. Religious people do have some irrational beliefs, by the way, and as I write, two points should uh, be made in this regard. One is that religious beliefs that most people call irrational are not irrational, they are unprovable. For example, the beliefs that there is a transcendent creator and that this creator is the source of our rights are not irrational, they are unprovable. Atheism, the belief that everything came from nothing, is considerably more irrational than theism. The other point is that human beings are programmed to believe in the non-rational, love is is often non-rational. Love of our children, romantic love, love of music and art, love of a pet, our willingness to ga- engage in self-sacrifice for another is often non-rational. From the sacrifices children make for parents and parents for children, to the sacrifice made by non-Jewish rescuers of Jews during the Holocaust, these were not. These are not rational. What good religion does? is provide its adherence with a moral, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually deep way to express the non-rational. Therefore, they can remain rational everywhere outside of religion. The secular, having no religion within which to innocuously express the non-rational, often end up doing so elsewhere in life. So, only the religious believe, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, but they do not believe men give birth. Meanwhile, the irreligious don't believe, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, but only they believe men give birth. Good one, eh? Yeah. If I may say so myself. You want to protect reason? Keep Judeo-Christian values alive. We live in the age of the greatest irrationality in American history. No coincidence that it is the most irreligious age in American history. Yeah, it's a very rational decision, isn't it? Not to marry and not to have kids. There's a happiness and and depth-producing decision isn't it? Not really. Wow. I mean, the, if you sent this article to your woke kid at college or who just graduated from college recently, it'd be so interesting to get their reactions. Maybe they would say, what's irrational about men give birth? What are you talking about? It's completely irrational. It's completely rational to let men who say that they are women compete against women in women's sports. Or my favorite recent one, the 17-year-old girl who showered next to a guy who exposed himself to her and to her young sister, younger sister, because he said he's a girl. He could do so. That's it. So as I have said, if a man exposes himself to A woman, especially a minor, goes to jail. But if he exposes himself and says he's a woman, no jail. The only punished one is the woman for objecting, the girl for objecting. You have to go to college to believe something so sick. You can show your penis to a young girl if you say you're a woman. These are sick puppies who believe that. Really bad bad folk. They're scary. And very little scares me. Outside of the left nothing scares me. That's right. Ah, they're scary. Expose yourself to a girl, just say you're a woman. That that would that. I wonder if that'll work. All these guys, all these perverts who like doing that. I don't use the word pervert often cuz we use it too easily. With anybody uses it with regard to this some sexual activity that they don't particularly engage in. Now, this is a perversion. To to want to expose some I'm using the term morally. I don't I don't even know if it's a natural perversion. I don't know. But it it's it's pretty sick exposing yourself to uh to girls. But if you do, here's a piece of advice from the left. Just say you're a woman. They can't do a damn thing about it in most cases. Certainly not in New York or California. This was a California YMCA where it happened to the 17-year-old girl. She's the villain. Not the pervert. She's the villain. And you'll still vote Democrat. Okay, let's see what you folks have to say here. We'll find out upon our return, 1 8 Prager 776. Who's more rational or who's more irrational? The religious or the irreligious? Please read the column and send it to, to as many people as you can. We have to fight back in the intellectual arena. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com